All right, check it out. I'm going straight in. <laughs> uh, wait. That sounds kind of naughty. Anyway, no intro for this episode is what I meant. Although I guess you could basically class this as the intro still. But hey, it's a non-official intro, I guess. If that makes any fucking sense. But it's still an intro. Fuck! Okay, welcome back to Just To Be Cleary. This episode is going to be a short one, or, you know, shorter than usual, as I'm here solely to give you my review of WandaVision. If you haven't watched the show already, then goddammit, what are you fucking doing with your life? Get on Disney Plus and watch it now. Right now. By the beard of Odin and all that is fruitful on this earth, do it. Now. I don't want to hear any excuses, okay? And if you're too cheap to pay... Uh, $5.99 a month, then just download it somewhere, okay? It's 2021, you know, going like Pirate Bay, whatever it is. You know, the sites that are like 100%, totally and utterly, not even in the slightest little bit illegal. No, 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 no. I don't do it. Never have, never will, never should, never could, never would. But if you do choose the thug life, get a VPN. Unless you want to run the risk of having a SWAT team turn up outside your house with battering rams, tear gas, riot shields, and all fucking guns blazing because you downloaded a film or TV series and were too damn sloppy at covering your tracks. And then, at the end of it all, you'll wonder, was it all worth it? Because now you're dropping the soap in the communal showers and crying yourself to sleep each night. Perhaps you should have just not been a sloppy little spitfuck and instead have been a sensible and optimistic person and paid for a Disney Plus subscription. But anywho, there will be spoilers ahead. And I am going to tell you twice, so if you don't want to hear any spoilers, then smash the show out and then get your ass back on over here. Alright? Awesome. Now, I realize I have done did what I said I wasn't going to freaking do. Yeah, an intro. Uh... I lied to you, and I lied to myself, so I know how you feel. Unfazed, probably, can care less, just want me to skip to the goddamn point of the show? Yeah, me too. WandaVision Review, coming at you. Ooh-wee, man, Marvel Studios, WandaVision, what a wonderfully bold step into the small screen for the MCU. Just what a way to get things started. Wow. Or as Stan Lee would say, Excelsior. <laughs> oh man, I miss Stan. I miss Stan. Dear Slam, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can blame Eminem for that reference. But yeah, anyway, honestly, what a leap for Marvel and the future of the MCU, and what a risk that has certainly, I think, paid off uh, a heroic step in the right direction this show has definitely turned out to be. Unreal. A star to everyone involved, but especially, of course, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany in their respective roles of Wanda Maximoff and Vision. Elizabeth Olsen has shown us so much range within her acting talents in the show that I feel she has been widely underrated and underappreciated, uh, almost, you know, before this show came out. WandaVision has truly showcased just how perfect her casting has been 
in the MCU, among many others. And now, man, I am so freaking excited about the future of the Scarlet Witch. Oh, boy. And when that was first mentioned at the end of one of the later episodes, I lost my shit. Oh, I knew it was coming, too, but I still lost my shit. I could not find where my shit went. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, the show as a whole pays homage to television history, sitcoms, and specific eras, uh, time periods. The shift between each decade in the episodes was simply the best. Just like Tina Turner said, baby, better than all the rest. I mean, it was just remarkable, outstanding. Uh, to pull that off and make it believable was creatively courageous, and I found myself deeply immersed into each decade the episode shifted from. Uh, the first being, of course, the 50s, the 60s, then the 70s, 80s, and then the 90s into the early 2000s. And being a 90s baby myself, the nostalgia was certainly there. Man, it was there. Now, Catherine Hahn as Agnes, a.k.a. the nosy neighbor, a.k.a. Agatha Harkness, as I knew she would be. What a goddamn reveal that was. And what a great debut for her character. Uh, man, I've been a fan of Catherine Hahn for many years now, since Step Brothers came out, even then. That was 2008. So, yeah. Uh, she was just too damn good for mere words to encompass. Perfect casting. Just perfect. Uh, so yeah, the show was incredibly experimental, and there were many Easter eggs and nods to the comics and the ads. Oh boy, the ads. The commercials. Don't even get me started on them. Okay, just don't even... They were just great. Just absolute genius. So, I'm gonna share with you my favorite moments from the whole series, each episode, and hey, if you've watched it too and you want to share yours, then uh, send in a voice message on the Anchor.fm app and make an account, which is free, it's quick and easy, or alternatively, email me at justtobecleary at yahoo.com or send a message via the Facebook page. You got it! Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. This is the beginning. Welcome one and all, to the new age of Marvel television. Alright, so, episode one, which is titled, Filmed Before a Live Studio Audience. My favourite part of this episode was literally the 1950s setting in black and white. Man, I'm a big fan of the 50s, and it was great to see a current iteration of what that looks and feels like in today's age. Uh, especially from the MCU. I think the crew pulled it off really well, and the inclusion of a genuine live audience made it work beautifully, and again feel like you'd stepped into the past. The jokes were cheesy, old-fashioned, and comical, and they weren't too over the top, which wouldn't have been necessary. The comedic style was heavily influenced by the Dick Van Dyke show, and speaking of Dick Van Dyke, who is still with us today, he had lunch with Kevin Feige and discussed the show and advised him and the crew on how to handle the tone and perhaps other stuff. I don't know for sure, but isn't that just awesome? Isn't that awesome? Man, I'd love to have lunch with Dick Van Dyke. Can you imagine the stories that guy could tell? Hey, yo, Dick, let's go get a chicken burger, man. Come on, hit me up, man. Ah, just kidding. Obviously, he has no freaking idea that I even exist. But yeah, anyway, that's the main thing that I, uh, that I enjoyed from the first episode the setting, and the tone. 
It was a great way to introduce the show, and honestly, I wouldn't have minded if the entire show was set in the 50s and stayed black and white. Because with the way things are in today's world, it would be nice to have a little more of the old-fashioned, you know? So, yeah, that's... No, wait, hey, whoa, hold up. Uh, I almost forgot to mention the very first advert that premiered in this first episode. The commercial for the Stark Industries Toastmate 2000 Toaster. <laughs> A stroke of absolute genius that was simple and effective, but I think they missed an opportunity with the 2000 part there. That should have been 3000, I think, after the whole Levy 3000 thing from Avengers Endgame. But hey, did anyone else love or catch the repulsor sound that the toaster made as the bread went down? Yeah, that got me right in the feels. Alright, now episode 2, titled, Don't Touch That Dial. So, it is now the 60s, and I actually have to say that the best part of this episode for me was the end. Uh, not that the entire episode itself wasn't amazing, it was, it was awesome. But what stood out for me was, was the end, when Wanda suddenly and inexplicably becomes pregnant. And then they're lured outside after hearing a noise, which turns out to be a beekeeper climbing out of the sewers. Yeah. Uh, and from there, it just gets dark real quick, like 0 to 100. Dark. Uh, and as Wanda and this beekeeper guy lock eyes, she just flat out goes, no. Like, uh-uh, motherfucker. Get the fuck up out of here. This is my home, and this is my town. So get the stepping, motherfucker. Uh, and so she literally rewinds the show and like i didn't even realize that it, it, it was actually part of the show that i paused the tv i was like oh shit what's happening like uh disney plus is all fucked up but like it took me a couple of seconds to realize and i was like oh shit that quite literally just happened she rewound the show <laughs> uh and then after that they appear back in the house and the tone of the series transitions into a color field aesthetic and it seems to be the 1970s which leads me to episode three. Alrighty, episode three, titled Now in Color. Alright, favorite moments the birth of the twins, Billy and Tommy. Uh, their kamik, their kamik? What the fuck? Learn how to fucking speak, would you, Haiti? Fuck. Alright, yeah, anyway, uh, their comic, hey, comic counterparts uh, being Wiccan and Speed, respectively. Uh, and the end again. Oh man, the end. So, Geraldine, a character who actually debuted in the second episode and who is later revealed to be Monica Rambeau later on in the series, the daughter of Maria Rambeau from the Captain Marvel movies, she lets it slip that she knows that Ultron killed Pietro and instantly regrets it when Wanda looks at her and goes all witch on that bitch. She just... Turns around, looks, and stares with them fierce, dreamy eyes like, What did you say, girl? Mm-mm, child. You going night-night. Get the fuck up out of my show. And uh, so, so Wanda casts her out of Westview, quite literally, and she goes through a wall of static and is then surrounded by a host of sword agents. And man, this is like the first time that shit gets real in the series, and I was all for it. I was like, yes. Please, keep it coming. But no, 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 no. Cue the absurdly and annoyingly long-ass credits. 
hands down worst part of every episode when the credits roll. Like, what the fuck were you thinking, Marvel? Really? You want us to sit through 10, 15 fucking minutes of credits when that could have been more show? You know? No! Don't do that. We better not have to suffer that again. I mean, come on. What are you doing to us? I mean, really? Really? Now, episode four, titled, We Interrupt This Program. This episode, I'd say, was, I guess, my least favorite, as it pretty much just told of how Monica's journey unfolded and how she got to Westview and became Geraldine inside Wanda's sitcom uh, until she gets casted out, quite literally, as I've said, out of the cast and out into the real world. The episode also sees the return of Darcy Lewis from the first two Thor films. Uh, it was nice to see her again, and it was nice to see how her character has evolved into who she is now. But my favourite part, and most shocking moment too, I'm sure most would agree if they've seen it, there is a scene near the end when Vision returns home to Wanda after she casts Monica out, literally just after. He comes through the door, and as Wanda looks at Vision, she sees him appear to her as he did when he was dead. Yeah. Dead vision. Zombie fucking vision. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, cool as fuck, but wow. Did not see that coming. And speaking of other things I did not see coming, wait until I tell you about episode five. Okay, episode five, titled On a Very Special Episode. Alright, I hope you're sitting down for this one. Because you, you kind of need to be. Especially, like, if you haven't seen it. I've got two favorite moments. So, the first one is when Sword sends a drone into Westview to monitor the situation and also to kill Wanda. But do you really think a drone is going to fucking do that? Hell nah, motherfucker! And so, next, we see her walking straight through the static barrier, the static field barrier, like a freaking gangster with the drone all fucked up in one hand and lays it before Hayward's feet and tells that bitch-ass bitch to step off and leave her be. It's just so badass. It was so badass. I rewound it. Yes, I did. So that's the favorite, uh, so that's the first favorite moment, sorry. And now, the best till last. So there is a knock at the door just after Wanda tells Vision that she is not in control of everything when Vision brings her up on all the strange goings-on. And just when you think the episode is about to be over, the door knocks and Wanda answers. It's Pietro, her brother. But instead of it being her resurrected dead brother who died in Avengers Age of Ultron, it was Evan Peters' Quicksilver from the X-Men films. Like, what the frickin' fuck is happening? What? I was gobsmacked. Speechless, flabbergasted, in frickin' shock, man. And so it begins, I thought. The multiverse confirmed. But, I hate to say it, that didn't turn out to be the case, sadly. Instead, the casting was meant as an Easter egg and a nod to the fans and to stir up shit, essentially, I guess. I don't know. But, man, it worked a charm. Theories 
sprung off left, right, and center on social media, and no one had it in the bag. No, he was not Mephisto. In fact, no one was. <laughs> uh, it's definitely safe to say that some people got a little too invested in some of those theories and ultimately let themselves down when it came to the finale. But anyway, what an episode. My favorite of the series to date. And, oh man, anyway, episode six, on the way. Now, episode six, titled All New Halloween Spooktacular. This episode was definitely one of the most fun and exciting to date when it premiered. Centered entirely around Halloween, which personally I love. I love that time of year. Uh, it's also my birthday very close to it because, you know, I thought I'd just fucking put that out there. But anyway, Pietro's role, or should I say the recast Pietro, was expanded like a lot in this episode. He was pretty much the center of it. And uh, he ultimately played the fun and mischievous big brother to the now 10-year-old twins, Billy and Tommy, who've also inherited abilities. See their comic counterparts, Wiccan and Speed. Uh, my favorite moment in this episode had to be when Vision goes through the static field barrier and begins to disintegrate. And then Wanda is alerted by Billy, aka Wiccan, with his abilities that Vision is in trouble and so Wanda then expands the hexagonal static wall surrounding the town of Westview. Ooh-wee! Alright, here we go. Episode 7, titled Breaking the Fourth Wall. Now I'm going to get straight to my favorite moment. Agnes, the nosy neighbor. No, 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 no. That she is not. When at the end of the episode, she reveals herself to be none other than Agatha Harkness, an original Salem witch, and a freaking powerful one at that. And now, ladies and gentlemen, cue the song, baby. Agatha all along. Check it out. I still love it. I still love it. I think the song was genuinely my favorite part of her reveal and the episode itself, actually. It's so good. It's so catchy that I was humming and singing it all week long until the next episode premiered. Hey, I even still find myself doing it now. Absolute classic. You can actually listen to the song on Spotify too. It's, it's literally titled Agatha All Along. And it is my favorite song of 2021 so far. Oh, and I gotta say, I loved it when Monica Rambo entered through the static wall with a bit of a fight, I must say, and she emerges on the other side 
with, yep, superhero abilities. We'll see more of that explored in Captain Marvel 2, no doubt. Alright, here we go. Episode 8, titled Previously On. <laughs> Previously On, WandaVision. Shit be getting batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for real, uh, a lot was covered in this episode that it's hard to pick a favorite moment. Uh, so I'm going to just say the whole thing. Fuck it. The whole thing, right from start to finish. You got Agatha's origin, partially, at least. Uh, and then we get a look into Wanda's childhood after Agatha forces her to relive key moments of her life. And we also see how Westview came to be and ultimately how she manifested everything, including vision. But the best part is when all of the scenes of the past are done and Agatha reveals to Wanda that she possesses a legendary form of magic called chaos magic. And then she calls her, wait for it, a scarlet witch. Kablam! Shit gets real, just like that. But it didn't stop there. It didn't stop there because there was a mid credit scene and it was a shocker because it's revealed that S.W.O.R.D. have been reassembling Vision's original body and they have reactivated him as an all-new, all-white version of Vision. Holy shitballs indeed. Last but not least, episode 9, titled the series finale. Oh boy. Oh boy. This whole episode just delivered. Fantastic from the get-go. And what a freaking finale, especially for a show, even if it is a Marvel show. It was epic, beyond expectations, small scale, but aesthetically and ultimately satisfying. Although there were many unanswered questions, there is time yet for those to be answered still. So if I had to pick my favorite moments, it would have to be the battles in the sky. One being Vision versus the all-new White Vision, and the other being Wanda and Agatha throwing their magics around at each other in the goddamn sky. Oh man. Just when you thought Wanda was getting all fucked up, she knew what she was doing, and son, she did not need Agatha to tell her who she is. Nah, bitch, I know I'm a Scarlet Witch. And boom, check it out. She's kitted out in her all-new spanky outfit that she fashions from thin fucking air. <sighs> Man, I wish I could do that. You know, just get up out the shower and just... Close on. Done. Let's go. Woo! But yeah, what a finale. Uh, it was all that it needed to be, I thought. And of course, it didn't end when the credits rolled, because in the post credit scene, we see Wanda in her astral form just chilling at some cabin in the mountains, and then her actual self doing some damn hard studying of the Darkhold while hearing the voices of her twins Billy and Tommy screaming for help. <sighs> yeah, so uh, for those of you who don't know what the Darkhold is, it is a grimoire that was written by a demonic elder god called Cathon, who was the Earth's first practitioner of black magic. Yeah. And now, I cannot fucking wait until we see Wanda again 
in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. What a ride that's going to be when it arrives in 2022. So now that is all, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you've enjoyed the episode, and like I say, if you haven't watched WandaVision, please do it right now. Like today. Not tomorrow, not the weekend. Just do it right now, or I'm a fart in your mouth. <sighs> well, I'm sorry. Wow. There was no need for that. That's, uh, wow. Uh, I, I just really want you to watch the show, okay? All right. Anyway, apologies to those of you who really thought the show was going to be shorter when I said so in my intro, but hey, shit changes. You'll get over it, I hope. If not, then that's on you. Anyway, uh, now before I go, I want to let you know that I have recently set up a Patreon page where you guys can sign up for a membership if you wish to support the podcast further. Uh, there will be exclusives coming soon, like custom stickers and all sorts of little bits of merchandise, like mugs and t-shirts and all that kind of shit. Uh, I just need to have the money to do it. That's the only problem. Uh, but hey, if you're feeling generous, you can also make a donation to the show now as well at cash.app slash pound sign, just to be clear, 27, all one word. But hey, I, man, I appreciate every play and listen from you guys. I'm actually in the hundreds right now, and that's awesome, after just two months and five episodes. So let's get me to the thousands, baby, let's go. Uh, so tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your co-workers, tell the man or lady behind the till, tell the person next to you in the urinals or cubicles while you're birthing the sea monster right your fucking ass. Uh, you know, you never know. It could be the beginning of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> but anyway... Make sure you follow the Just To Be Cleary Facebook page and Instagram page. And until next time, folks, take care and stay safe. <laughs>